0: hello in general we finally made it excuse us as we clink our drinks really quick because we are celebrating the fact that we are finally here recording our own podcast doing it right knowing how to use the gear not a comfy space to do it all in Woo-hoo!
1: yes
0: and yeah this has been a
1: long road for us this has probably taken too long for us to get started but we're happy mm-hmm. to be here But now, you know, as we've been talking, you're probably wondering what makes us different from the approximately, don't add us on that number, (laughs) 1.5 million podcasts out there. It's awesome. All the different voices, topics, and industries being casted about these days. But let's face it, there are a lot of business podcasts out there Mm -hmm. today. So what makes podcasts worth listening to is the fact that we all have our own journeys there are all different kinds of businesses out there with different experiences and different types of entrepreneurs out there. No one story of an entrepreneur is the same, but
0: all bosses are regardless. Preach Yes. Yes. So hi, I'm Kristen. And I'm Alicia. And this is Just a Boss.
1: A chat about businesses from two different boss perspectives. A solopreneur and an agency owner. Giving the deal on all things business, starting up, day-to-day life, finances, office culture, and more, as well as all things personal, like how our businesses impact life, relationships, friendships, work-life balance.
0: You know, we got to introduce ourselves, but what's the topic of today, Kristen? Well, we'll keep it simple. We're just going to talk about the subtle differences between us, because I'm a solopreneur and you're an entrepreneur. But first, let's give some context you're probably wondering who are these people? How are they experts? How do they even know each other? Alicia, kick us off here. Take us back to the time where we met. Yes. So very funny
1: how we met. Well, actually, so I'm originally from Connecticut. Cheers to all my Connecticut people listening out there. (laughs) Yeah. And I moved down to Tampa for University of Tampa. And when I was here, I was actively trying to make the most of me making this big change of finding an internship. And I was very thankful that I found an internship at a medical marketing firm called Regenerative Medicine Solutions that changed my life in many ways and in so many ways for in a live example right now is the person I'm sitting next to. I had the pleasure of meeting Kristen, you know, three, four years ago at RMS and I was an intern and I was actually her intern. (laughs) So talk about bosses. She was my boss. So this is going to make it very interesting as we move forward. But yeah, so we met and she was a big reason of why, you know, I, I have the agency now. A lot of encouragement and just, you know, she gave me a lot of authority to make decisions and really helped me believe in myself. But that's really how we met. And unfortunately, things at the company didn't go the way that we all planned to everybody that was in the marketing department and some changes were made that reflected us all not staying there to, to this day. But as we know, everything happens for a reason. Mm-hmm. True, true, true. And that, that reason kind of led me to losing my job, yes, right when I needed it the most before I graduated and being the fuel to me pushing to create my own. And that's kind of how I funneled into adventure today. And I know that we'll go into specifics. Down the road, but that's kind of just in short how we met and kind of where I'm at. And then, you know, just briefly, Adventure is a digital marketing agency based out of Tampa but we are on a national level now, which is really cool. We're in 10 different states. So we're happy to say that. And the company is not just myself. I have an amazing business partner, as well as six other employees growing aggressively. And I am running a full team, which is probably the biggest difference between Kristen and I. But we'll get into that as time goes.
0: And that's where we slid into each other's DMs again. Wonderful (laughs) fairy tale story. Very romantic, guys. Going down in the DMs. I mean, that is the best song ever because
1: It works.
0: (laughs) It really works. And the whole reason why I slid back into her dams, it was me. It was me, obviously. But in case you did not know, if you do not follow Alicia, you 100% should. She is an Insta badass and also on YouTube, Facebook, pretty much every platform. You need to follow her immediately. She gives the best advice, any entrepreneur, lifestyle, things that you've been wondering about. She's got it. She records it. She talks to you as if she do, she's actually in front of you, very personable. So sorry for that random ass plug-in, but that's why I slid into her DMs. I'm like, who? What the fuck? But <laughs> sliding in, sliding in. Appreciate it, but
1: please, like, everybody has to know I would not be in the position I am today if it wasn't for her and our massive team that we had. That was that I'm so fortunate to know still to this day. And if it wasn't for her believing in me. None of this would happen, so thank you.
0: Aw, oh, thanks. That I means the world to me. You make me feel a little awkward, but that's okay. It's not awkward. <laughs> that's just love. I don't know how to take love. compliments, guys. I don't know how to take compliments. <laughs> gonna, you're going to hear a lot of compliments, Kristen,
1: throughout this podcast, so I'm going to make you com- un-
0: comfortable with uncomfortable. All right. All right. That's what I feel like everyone tells me that yeah. like all mentors and everyone else. Like you just need to be uncomfortable. I'm like, I don't like that. Yeah. I'm a type A perfectionist. I don't like that shit. Yeah. It's like, no, I want to plan on being around. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm a big planner, but you
1: like have stuff to a T. It's absolutely, absolutely incredible and admirable.
0: Yeah. It's um, bananas. Yeah. And that it, that's hugely why a lot of things that I do in my business is very organizational based, productivity inspired, and just basic getting shit done for other solopreneurs. But anyway, since the time we met, we should probably go back into my TBT. Am I right? For sure. Let's hear it. All right. So since my time at RMS, um, I slid into an account executive role at Marketing and Color Inc., which is also based out of Tampa. They do everything that I is under the sun for a marketing agency copy, social, video, digital, design, like literally everything. And they're the most down to earth, cool people ever. 1010 recommend. Obviously I recommend adventure first, but <laughs> they were a fantastic company and I was so blessed to have worked with Cheryl Parrish and John Parrish. They're, those are the two owners and founders of Marketing in Color. I had a huge sort of a anxiety attack, I guess. I had an existential crisis there. Basically, I'm sure every millennial can attest to this. We, we know it well. Just kind of wondering, like, what my purpose was. Like, what was I trying to get to? I think my dream, ever since I started watching Gilmore Girls, was being a journalist, and then it changed into being in like a huge advertising executive out of New York City. And then it changed into being a CMO of a ginormous advertising agency company. Like what? Like that is I mean, so great. not you. Yeah. I mean like <laughs> great. Good job. Pat on the back. Like got big dreams. That's cool. But as I grew, obviously those things started changing. I didn't know what I wanted to do. And I think I held on so hard to what my life plan was that I gave myself constant panic and anxiety attacks. So, after poor Cheryl, Cheryl had to witness one of my meltdowns, and a lot of it is attributed to student loans, she's like, I think you should branch out on your own. Why not? Let's see. Get uncomfortable. That's essentially what she said. That's yeah. really funny. So, I dabbled in some event planning helped some awesome ass tampa event planners out and that's kind of what led me to Val Invest, which it helps with event coordination but that's more on the lesser side now unfortunately but you know helping solopreneurs get their shit together helping them do them develop a better work-life balance that's that's what i do now it's yeah crazy it's crazy and i think we like Alicia and I when we came back and started talking and hanging out again we we just started noticing how much our business day to day was the same but with differences to many differences especially to the business structure? Yes. Yeah. Business structure for
1: sure. And, you know, and a lot of things, and it's funny because I used to be on the side of of Kristen and and being a, you know, a solo entrepreneur. And then I kind of molded to where I am now and, and kind of looking at her, it's like, you know, you see the perks on your side, you see the perks on my side. And, and you obviously the cons for both too. So it's mainly what this whole podcast is going to be about on every single level. The differences between those type of bosses and, you know, the different roles you have to take and responsibilities.
0: Before we go further, you know, what is a solo entrepreneur? A solo entrepreneur is essentially, I mean, we're all entrepreneurs at the end of the day, right? We're all bosses. But a solopreneur technically is by our go- trusty Google search, thinking mm-hmm. Wikipedia or whatever happened to pop up first. The sole proprietorship is the simplest business from under which one can operate a business. The sole proprietorship is not a legal entity. It simply refers to a person who owns the business and is personally responsible for its debts. So, I am a sole proprietorslash solopreneur because I like to make words that don't make sense, but it's cool. So, I essentially, I guess you can call me a contractor, a freelancer, but do everything through the name of my brand, so it's not my purse like differences. Like, it's not my personal Instagram page that's advertising me, it's my Val and Vast business page that's that I'm going through and doing business under. But yes, at the end of the day, I have to do taxes and. that shit and get probably taxed more but don't worry guys i won't be a solopreneur for much longer but (laughs) you know, gotta save her but that's the main difference is doing everything on your own and you're just personally responsible like there's no difference between your business expenses and your personal expenses it's Kind of all the same. You have to report it the same way. Don't quote me on that. We're gonna have a tax specialist come in at some point, just a fly. So I might even be saying that wrong, but <laughs> there you go. <laughs> just a fly. Oh, no. You know, we're still figuring it out, obviously. For, for sure, for sure. So, what is an entrepreneur? Then, Alicia. So,
1: an entrepreneur, and I'm gonna just like Christy, I'm gonna go with the the Google search. Definition and then I'll go into my own. So, a limited liability company is a corporate structure in the United States whereby the owners are not personally liable for the company's debt or liabilities. Smart. Limited liability companies are hybrid entities that combine the characteristics. Of a corporation with those of a partnership or sole proprietorship. So I know that's a lot of jargon. A lot of that is yeah. very on the tax side of things. And there's actually something that I learned recently that I cannot wait to share with you guys on the tax side of things on how we are still affected personally, which blew my mind even as an LLC. So definitely very excited for that. And if you're wondering things about taxes, please tune into that that station or that episode. That episode. Sorry, guys. We're new here. We're new. We're new. <laughs> Um, But really with an entrepreneur, you know, like I am with an LLC, I mean, you're not, you you notice that a lot of things are taken from you and we'll talk from that in a second, but Differences between, you know, my freedom versus your freedom, everything that I'm responsible for and liable for on a day-to-day versus, you know, what she is, which are incredibly different. And, you know, a lot of people think that there's certain things that I can do as an entrepreneur and that I have all this freedom, but really because of the type of entrepreneurship that I chose, I don't have that. I'm still actually very restricted. So... I'm excited to talk to you about those different things but obviously like I said mentioned before there are there are positives to to my side there's positives to Kristen's and there's differences between us and those differences don't have to be negatives it just really depends on what is it that you're trying to do out of your life
0: yeah and I think to the reason why I'm a sole proprietorship because I didn't have not enough confidence but I'm a very cautious person Mm -hmm. so I knew I could freelance all day but the one jump was freelancing, you know, well freelancing while you have a full-time job. And then the ultimate push was marketing and color telling me, do it full-time, challenge yourself, make it work. That's awesome. And so that going into that and relying on freelancing full-time is so scary. And obviously when you're just starting out, you want to be legit. You want to be recognized, but you don't want to take on a huge responsibility because I feel like the minute... You jump from a solopreneur to LLC, like you're a legit company, bro. (laughs) Like, (laughs) you've got mad responsibilities and you file taxes differently. And I think a lot of that made me choose sole proprietorship first to see if I could do it. One, if I could manage it full time, pay my bills, pay Navia a few i don't like nav yet <laughs> tell all the nice. people who got student loans out there holla but just to see if i could actually pay my bills save do my thing and scale from there so technically i actually wanted to be an llc this year but i wanted to take it a little longer and you know take my time and really make sure that this is what i want to do because you never know when you find, you know, your dream client, your dream work scenario, and things are just constantly changing in the work landscape now that you can, you can still be a contractor and work for, you know, your dream company, or you can be Bowenbast and kind of yeah. figure it out along the way. So that's why I chose sole proprietorship, And mm-hmm. it is awesome because it also forces me to, you know, be accountable for my finances, which growing up, I didn't really spend the time learning that, you know, like Mm -hmm. that's not something you're taught in school or personal finances. So now that I have a business to take care of business expenses versus personal, it's been a journey. And I think I'm I'm very glad that I started with sole proprietorship because it was like dipping your toe in the water, but you're still recognized as a company at the end of the day. So
1: For sure, for sure, and and myself, I you know I started as a freelancer before I I partnered with Zach officially, but it wasn't I never formed even a sole proprietorship. It was really (laughs) illegal and under the table, which I do not recommend.
0: (laughs) Um, IRS, do not listen to this podcast. (laughs) I don't, I don't, I don't want to get don't come after us.
1: Yeah, please don't. But anyway, I knew that at the at the end of the day, something that I really wanted to do was form a team. I after what happened with me and RMS and losing my job, really when I needed it the most, I realized a few things. Well, one. After one, I didn't want someone to tell me whether I was going to have a job tomorrow or not, and that you can do in in both of our situations, right? We create our own jobs. But two, uh, I also realized when I couldn't find a marketing job, even with my two and a half experience, two and a half years of experience, RMS, there was a problem. You know, my experience wasn't considered real because it was intern experiences, but yet I was no different than even you know, obviously Kristen. She, she's definitely way more credible than I am but I can do a lot of the same work that she can do. So it was frustrating when I had the ability to take on these positions, but yet they were talking down on me saying that I didn't have real experience. And then even worse to add on to that problem was I looked at everybody in my class and saw that they were in a similar situation where they weren't finding jobs either. So that's when I realized I wanted to create a solution and that solution was to build a marketing company and give people like myself that opportunity that RMS gave me, but even a step further to give them the opportunity of a real job when they graduate because I feel that there's a big gap. So that's a lot of the push on why I jumped from solo entrepreneur to actual getting an LLC is because I wanted to bridge that gap because I I wanted to create that solution myself. I knew complaining about it wasn't going to do anything. So that's much of the reason of why I am today. But one thing I want to tap into is 100% kind of the difference in freedoms. You kind of mentioned one already, Kristen, that really just got me to in my heart because yes, you know, I'm happy I'm going this way, but you mentioned, you know, being a contractor for even your dream job. And it's actually something that came up, came across me twice now. One being a little bit more closer to my dream job, you know, and something that I I really can't mention because it is kind of on a personal level, but the company and the type of person that I've always wanted to market for and with offered me, you know, the head of his company last March. And I...
0: What? I don't know about this. Yeah, it's
1: not something I talk about much, but he offered me head of his company... And I would have made a lot more than I'm making now. I would have been traveling times 300. But it would have been, you know, almost every other day I would have been on the road. It definitely was my fantasy, even, you know, when I first found out that I wanted to go in business. And turning that down was hard because I had to realize, you know, I'm forming a team here. And if I just walked away, I wasn't... I was letting other people down. And yes, you should always go after your dreams, but I already started something different and I already had people that relied on me. And this is the type of freedom that I'm kind of going into is that responsibility of liability, especially, you know, my business partner and then, you know, the employees that we already had at that time. If I just walked away, you know, they wouldn't have had jobs. And yes, it would have been great of me to go follow that. At the end of the day, my vision did change. And two, people would have been out of jobs. And that's far from what I want to do in life. Far from my purpose of why I started a venture. But I had to say no to that opportunity because, you know, I did choose this thing called L- choosing an LLC and making it, you know, being a full on entrepreneur. Where versus if I did the solo thing, I
0: could have easily have said yes to this job and just walked away. Yeah. And I think it's really hard now too. Like, obviously you have a partner in the business, so I can't even imagine like how he would have reacted. I'm sure he'll, obviously he wants the best for you, but that would probably be so hard. Like you, you guys both equally take on as much responsibility as possible. And then also having a team is really, really scary. And the whole purpose you wanted to bridge that gap between unemployment after graduation and your first job. So it's, Can imagine, yeah. that's really hard. And that, I think too, honestly, if someone were to offer me my dream job now, I don't know if I would take it, honestly. It's crazy, crazy, right? Yeah, because once you have your own business, you make your own rules and you start growing. Like, yes, I'm a solopreneur, but I have two interns. Thank you, Sarah and Devin. Love you guys. Woo to internships. woo Yes. But the minute you start growing and teaching people how... To do things and giving them their freedom to do things under your name it's it's cool it's powerful it is so it is. fun it's a, just such a power trip but yeah I, we're not asshole bosses just so no, <laughs> like, no 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 that's <laughs> the
1: one thing when we get on to culture
0: no. man oh Woo. gosh that's gonna be a hot topic a lot yeah of, a lot yeah. Of hot takes but yeah. not so much crazy takes no, no we probably no. agree on everything <laughs> yeah we definitely agree on
1: absolutely everything but
0: yeah so that's that's major because I, yeah I don't think I would accept the job I'd be like sorry I still have to be a contractor and I you have to contract me under bound bass like yeah I wouldn't want to do it any other way now
1: yep and then you know I was offered another job along the same the long- Along the same lines, kind of, um, where I would have, they would have wanted me to kind of travel on the weekends to take care of things. And sometimes I would go into the week and I I Mm couldn't say, I had to say no. And then we're talking about hundreds of thousands of dollars I just walked away from. But I, you know, that's just the differences of of choosing to go all in or not.
0: Yeah. And that's crazy. You would have sacrificed your weekends, which would have made you burnt out for your own business. That's not, that's not smart. I don't think, and that's, that's a huge thing too. It's like, as a sole proprietor and and you, a we're all business owners. Like, yeah. So yeah. as a business owner, I feel like we the fact that we can make our own schedules and we know how to use our time and time management. Yeah. It's you wouldn't want to burn yourself out no. any more than you probably would at an agency.
1: Exactly. And going to schedules, once you start making your own, and then someone tries to walk in and tell you what you can or can't do with your time, it's not easy. (laughs) It is not easy. This goes back, this goes from both sides. I mean, Mm -hmm. yes, you know, there are times where, you know, I definitely think, you know, Kristen can make her schedule a lot easier than I can make mine as, you know, I do have a team and Zach, my business partner, has control of my schedule too where he can just block off time, whatever he wants, where... Kristen just gets to, you know, not saying you get to wake up and do whatever your heart desires, but in a, in a sense,
0: know. you can you switch <laughs> meetings. Like,
1: you don't want to meet with this person. You can switch it. Yeah. And if I do that and I tell like, Zach, hey, yeah, I don't, I don't want to go see K-Force today. You know, we can just reschedule it or you just go deal with it. It's not going to be as easy.
0: No, no, yeah. absolutely not. Because they want to see you. They, you guys are a team. You guys both have similar but different personalities. So it's like if you're sure. only getting one half of the team, it's like no yeah yeah I want to see Alicia I want to see Zach I want to see both yeah
1: so that's another thing yeah so we come in two. so that's always been and and one thing you know I want to touch on and I feel like we're almost getting there is that self-motivation oh girl being
0: self-motivated let's talk about that for a second because I was about to branch into that too in a segue because scheduling too for me like Alicia said it's like I can literally do whatever (laughs) yeah believe me guys like i want to say that i wake up at 4 a.m i work out in the morning have a healthy <laughs> breakfast i'm like on my way to work nah nah that, guys i sleep until seven which is still early to some people like my body naturally wakes me up at seven i'm like all right what episode of my favorite show have i missed the day prior <laughs> i go and literally make myself cereal yeah i know i need a better better eating <laughs> lifestyle there but sorry guys i love my Redberry Special K. Um, I'll go grab cereal coffee, get back into bed, watch the new episode of Southern Charm, and and then I get up, get dressed, do the dishes, shower if I need to, and do my thing, my morning routine, and then I start working promptly at 9, 9.30, if I go out drinking the night before, 10, 30. It's pretty awesome, but it's also has a lot, a lot to do with that self-motivation, too. Like, That's how I found that works for me the best because right when I hit 9 or 10, that's my best time to get organized for the day next, but also tackle what I have to do that day. Mm -hmm. So it it all depends on it, but in finding that self-motivation to do it is hard, but once you find that time, like, you know, around like 3 p.m., you're just like, oh, God, I on my own work that's when i schedule you know the monotonous tag tasks and i can watch real housewives at the same time you know it's like those little self-motivators it may sound very lazy but guys i get the most shit done that way she kills it she kills it that's why she's (laughs) successful she's here thank god i have clients that are very cool with me doing that like (laughs) i have the best clients they just trust me like Get it done, do it well. I'm like, think you guys love you. That's <laughs> so, all you need. And, yeah, yeah, and that's a huge thing too, is like having the right clients in order yeah. for them to give you the freedom and that trust you. Need. you for sure.
1: Yeah. And big difference there. So that whole thing where she said, oh, I don't wake up at 4am and work out and I need a healthy breakfast and have to be anywhere by 8.30, 9am. Alicia that's,
0: does that. Uh, that's <laughs> my life.
1: So that's the difference here. Here's another big one. Strong now. <laughs> so yeah, strong now for her. So yeah, I'm that psycho that is waking up at 4am because it's the only time that if I do not wake up, then I'm gonna have to go later at night um, it is still, you know, I'm not working in nine to five. I'm working, you know, crazy hours. I mean, you are too, but I have, I'm still in those kind of nine to five hours in a sense, because I do have a team that is working between that as well as other clients that I'm working with that expect me to, to be around during that time frame as well. Cause that's what they hired. They hired another company. They didn't hire just a person or a contractor, With a contractor, you expect things like that or agency, you expect a lot different.
0: And also quick side note, I'm, virtual based as well. So remember that as Alicia's going into this, like I don't really need to meet anyone in person unless that they are local. So just apply. I try to keep my meetings. There's usually calls. Yes, so
1: we have lots of meetings. We're always meeting people in person. And obviously too, we have other mouths to feed. So we are actively trying to grow. It's another thing, if we're not growing, we're not able to fare people out the way that they should. And of course, yeah, we may be at a good spot where we everyone's happy, our employees are happy, but what happens if we lose a client? then someone's mouth isn't going to be fed. And or someone's gonna be unhappy because we have to cut something. So we're actively always, you know, betting. We're actively trying to grow because of that, because of, to protect our people. But anyway, as far as scheduling goes, you know, I, you know, I my schedule is very limited. People, you I mean I'm sure if you follow me on Instagram, you see I am running around like a lunatic, and there's no other way to put it. You know, I'm the Tasmanian devil. But at the end of the day, much as it may look crazy and it may seem psychotic to people,
0: like Kristen, <laughs> it's not psychotic. I mean, it's the reason why you're wearing Gucci while I'm wearing my Target leggings oh, right now. <laughs> So, There's a reason. Stop, There's stop. a reason. But at least you can enjoy your outfits. No, I'm just kidding. I enjoy
1: my life to to the fullest, guys. And this is what I chose to do. And I I would go crazy if I you know, was in your position, almost, because if I wake up and I don't get immediately out of bed and start doing things, it gives me anxiety. So if you're a person that just you know, wanting to go, 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 go. Definitely, this is this is the route for you, and that self motivation will just come because you know you, you have responsibilities and liabilities outside of yourself, and that's really what what pushes me.
0: Mm-hmm. And it's really interesting. I want to bring it back to the fact that you said you may be comfortable right now, like company wise, and everyone's happy, everything's chill. Like you don't have to grow it, but you do grow it because you're so conscious of your team and making sure they're taken care of. Mm -hmm. And that's a huge thing with me. I feel like it's, it's probably a phase. Like when I hire my first employee and make that move from solopreneurship and to starting to grow my team. Yeah. I think that, yeah, that's going to be a lot different. I'll start waking up a little earlier. I'll start, you know, hustling a lot more. I definitely think it's Definitely think it's a phase. And that does ha- largely have to do with our business structure. And obviously, with me being virtual, it's like I can just hop on yeah. whenever, as long as I'm very organized. But
1: even, you know. You don't even have to go to that. I mean, if that's something you want to do, I mean, that's a thing like you, can, it's okay for you to be comfortable because if you're comfortable, then everything's good, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, and you can know it unless you want to grow it, then that's your choice where, you know, in this entrepreneurship thing, you kind of don't have a choice. If you, if you really want to move the needle and, and get everybody full time, make sure that everyone's compensated for what they deserve to be compensated for.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah. You just have to be self-motivated enough. No, no yeah. for sure.
1: One thing let's talk about too, I mean, what about calling the shots and who the blame's always on and what the
0: difference is there? Is there a difference? No, the blame is always on the owner. Yes. <laughs> you just get to split the blame with Zach. I, I don't. Yeah. I'm sitting there like, sorry, that's a my bad. I completely didn't see this notification in Trello. Like, yeah. It's on me. It's so funny because Zach and I um, have the best
1: dynamic So if if my team fucks something up or he fucks something up, we play this good cop, bad cop thing. And it has saved our business. Like I couldn't imagine always taking the heat. It's funny sometimes So what happens if a client's mad at me or mad at him, we'll switch phones. So like he'll take the client that's mad at me, I'll take the client that's mad at him and we'll talk it out. And it always works. Everybody that's ever been mad at us or had an issue, and I'm not saying that we have this often, but... Of course, there's miscommunications that happen, and especially always. as we're learning different things that, you know, ways that we can be doing things to make things are, make sure things are communicated properly, but it was, it saves us, this bad cop, good cop thing. So I know partnerships don't always work for people. We're very lucky in our situation, and actually Zach's going to be on the next one,
0: so you'll hear, you know, this dynamic between Zach and I. I wish we could, like, record you two, too. It's hilarious. They do have a very good partnership. They, they respect each other very well, and... I have seen them play good cop, bad cop in action. And it's <laughs> hilarious. Like, usually you'll h- maybe hear me laughing in the background as this happens. Like, yeah. I'm just like, holy moly. Because, again, it's not like they have bad clients all the time, but there's just a lot that people don't understand about marketing sure. and they don't get why they're paying so much for something. Yeah. I was actually having a conversation about that today with one of the girls that you know, Amelia
1: Oh, Amelia. Yeah. Oh,
0: good. You got in touch with Amelia. Yeah. Hello, oh. Amelia. What's, hey, Amelia. What's up? What's good, girl? But I met with them today and we were talking about, um, how we started and, her name's Tersa. Tersa, okay, Tursa. Cool. Yeah, she uh, has the cool name. That's why it's like it's a T, but I'm going to yeah, mess it up I mean, if Tursa. I try to guess. She has the cool – she's so cool. So I met with Tersa first, and her and I were talking about how businesses don't seem to understand how much marketing takes in time-wise for any individual and why they're paying so much. It's just like, um, you're paying for my time, literally, because yeah. it takes like five to ten hours just to do social. But Yeah. Yeah, so it's meeting with them about social, but – I thought that was like a good random running plan. No. Yeah. Marking's expensive,
1: y'all. But all alright so yeah, so I mean same with both situations. Really the blame is always on us. You know, I do have that leeway where I can say, Hey, it's Zach's fault. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, now what about the
0: salesperson of the company? What's the, is there a difference? For you maybe. No. No, I feel like both of us do our own sales pitches. Still. Yeah, 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 for sure. So one thing that I did not
1: realize this as a business owner at all. I always said when I was in college, I'm never going to do sales. Like sales sucks. Blah blah blah. <laughs> I don't want to nag people all day. Like mm-hmm. literally. And I was like, oh, you know, sales just just stupid. That's literally what I thought. And then I owned a company. And then I looked at myself in the mirror and I was like, shit. <laughs> I'm the biggest salesperson of
0: this fucking company. Well, Alicia like, can do the damn thing. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, got,
1: I got a sell, man. So I'm sure if you guys follow me on Instagram too, it's something that I opened publicly about recently about me just really not feeling confident and I like not really being that good at it. My proposal rate in the beginning was one out of five and now I'm thankful to say it's close to four out of five. But almost, you know, even more than that, four point five out of five we're really we really moved the needle on it. But yeah, we I'm the Zach and I are the biggest salespeople. I, there's, I'm very thankful. You know, there's two of me are, I have Zach, but we're the face, we're everything. And that's the same for you. I mean, yeah. you put on the show and you say, hey, I can, you know, this is my dollar amount and you're going to sign this and
0: we're going to get shit done for you. Yeah. And it, it's very interesting too, because at the beginning, I wasn't so much like that. I was like very, my whole purpose is to help every kind of entrepreneur, but specifically solopreneurs, because you're just one person. So I want to help other people feel like they have a sidekick to really get things done for them, especially when it came to social media, that was like my main thing for so long. And now I'm like, I'm good. (laughs) But that was the main thing for a while, social media and other little marketing things. And I would negotiate my price down a little bit for them because of their budget. So it's very different now. I'm glad to say that people are very much more not re- like not that there's a respect problem but mm-hmm. people were really awesome about giving me the value yeah for paying sure me for my value yeah
1: and then and that's the hardest thing too i mean in, in my in my in my version of things and world of things and hurts i mean getting your first clients and kind of showing value showing them you know that you know what you're doing with kind of no background or anything for those that are starting but you no, know, it's 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 very it's Pretty similar in both cases, you know, You sometimes you may have to start bartering or you may have to, you know, do something for cheaper in order to get there. We all have to start somewhere and we both, you know, had to make some type of foundation and <laughs> some type of reputation in order for people to start coming naturally. But yeah, I mean, I, I'm trying to think of any other differences that we wanted to tap on, but I
0: think too, a lot of what we realized with sales too, I'm sorry, my chair is going a little crazy here. A lot of differences that we notice between sales and not pitching or being a salesperson is that there's different kinds of ways that you can sell your business. It doesn't necessarily have to be doing a marketing presentation for the heads of a company. It could be literally just going to a babe crafted event, which is networking, and you just talk to other women and like, oh hey, I need I need you. <laughs> like, yeah. um, yes, let's let's do it. And it's more. Like, you had a conversation first, just girl to girl, and then they just realized that, like, oh, wow, I could really use you. Or I know of a client or I know of someone. It's huge to just rely on your personality. Like, you don't realize that you're just selling it naturally because it's something that's yours. It's your baby. You have passion for it. So for it's sure. not so much, like... I need to pitch and do a formal presentation in a suit. It's like none and leggings and my slides mm-hmm. and just talking there and having drinks you with someone. And then it turns into a sale. There you go. Yeah. And a lot of ours is organic. So we
1: do relate into that. We haven't really pushed sales and put done crazy advertisements or anything. But you know, the difference is, is that we do got to dress up for the bigger clients. We got to go in there looking fancy. I'm actually wearing a t-shirt right now. And now and the bottom half of me is dressed up. Um, But I had a big meeting this morning, actually funny enough with our biggest competitor who reached out to us wanting to partner, which was the biggest pat on the back because these people were one of the people that denied me a job when I first graduated. So she'll hired me. (laughs) (laughs) Uh But that was a great feeling. But anyway, yeah, but now I'm in a t-shirt, but I mean, regardless, you know, I do still have to dress up every day. And so that's another big difference. Yeah, I got to look on point if I go out or go to a meeting even looking down it just it makes us look bad. We got to be fresh.
0: Yeah. See, that's fun because I don't have to. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just need to make sure like my skin's on point, my hair is not crazy wild and like the top half is sort of business because anyone that I'm doing any work with, they know how casual I am. Yeah. So they don't, they don't care. I think if they saw me dressed up, they'd be like, where are you going? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, or what's going me? On. <laughs> oh, what? You got an interview? Are you leaving? <laughs> yeah. I was like, um, wait. <laughs> I think they would be very, yeah. They'd be like, what's going on with you? I don't, yeah. I don't get it. <laughs> <For> <laughs> I'm very, sure. I'm very casual. I'm very street style. Very street style. Yeah. I don't dress up for anything anymore. I think I literally donated all of my dress so I'm like, I'm not going to let I'm not going to do it every again Unless if, you know, know, I'm actually speaking and doing those kinds of engagements. And maybe I should probably look nicer, but it'll, it'll probably still be me in, like, some heeled booties instead of five-inch Gucci heels or something. <laughs> oh there you go oh
1: god making me sound bougie she
0: always looks good though
1: guys <laughs> I'm not my teacher right now but okay guys I think that pretty much explains it it could mean different things to different people but at the end of the day we're all girl bosses or just bosses no matter what the technical term is there's definitely a big difference between our structures that impact our business and you know our personal life as well and you know I'm very excited to continue this you guys to see the difference of Especially if you're you're going to start something of your own of what a sole entrepreneur is and an entrepreneur and of the differences that we face in everyday
0: mm-hmm. situations. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of subtle differences between each kind of entrepreneur. And I think what's interesting, too, before we start signing off here is that sometimes they can be phases, for sure. You know, like you can start off as a solopreneur and then become an LLC and then a corporation or however your structure ends up forming. But we... Are mainly here to let you know that however you start is okay. Yeah, and you can switch it. it. Yeah, you can I'm, do it.
1: I started as a solo and I went to entrepreneur and definitely down the road, I mean, you know, I eventually plan to go back, you know, in a, in a couple of years. I'm not putting a time frame on that, um, but I already have other ideas of how I'm going to be solo again. Mm-hmm. So it's,
0: it's exciting and it's, it's it's a dynamic thing that can always change. And I think it's interesting too is that when I first read what the, like, what the difference between a solopreneur and an entrepreneur was, and it was like some article back in the day, but they were saying it's a person who starts and sells businesses like on repeat. And I'm like, oh, that makes sense. But I feel like that's so different for us these days. Would you ever consider selling adventure marketing and then doing something again somewhere else? I mean, you already have a second company kind of starting. Yeah,
1: yeah. So Zach and I haven't really talked about what we're gonna do. I definitely think that we're not gonna both do marketing forever. I, you know, do intend to always be for the next five years always be a part of the company if not a little bit longer. I definitely as of right now, you know, I'm not doing the work too much anymore. Like yes I'm doing a lot of work, but I'm not actually building the websites or doing the search engine optimization it was a big step up and now I'm just kind of doing the selling. What I can foresee, you know, down the road is me just kind of meeting the people and then giving it to our salesperson or our project manager to just close it and end it, and then just handing it off. And then having someone else do all the hiring and me just really, truly be the face of the company. And that's what I can see both Zach and I wanting to get to. And then from there deciding, you know, if a company wants to buy us out, if that's what we want at the time, you know, it's, it's definitely gonna be a mutual decision
0: though, because I would never just sell my half and not walk away with him.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah, interesting about succession and future stuff, I think. I think it might be the same way to where I'd always want to be involved with it somehow, but less more like being around for strategy or planning, but not necessarily having to, you know, do, do things, Do things, which sounds really lazy, but it's because once you have, once you're an entrepreneur and I'm going to say entrepreneur really loosely because we're all one, even if we don't, you know, sell our business and create a completely new and different one, but you can stay within your own business and open different sectors and i think that's how i'll eventually end up going is that i want to have my own product line i want to have my own physical space i want to help people pivot And I don't know, I have so many ideas, guys, so many ideas. So it's like, I want to be an entrepreneur with my own brand. I know, I know. But yeah, I don't think I could ever walk away and then start something completely new again. I wouldn't want to. I want to build, I want to build an empire, guys. I want a pinky and a... Pinky in the brain and that shit. There you go. There you go.
1: I love it. It's crazy funny, and I I hate to bring things back, but I've actually just got a text message from a friend of mine that is a solo entrepreneur, and she just mentioned to me, she said, I feel like I keep dropping the ball on projects I need to be working on and can't seem to get ahead, nor have anyone holding me accountable or checking on me or pushing me, etc."
0: I am so frazzled. Oh, that sounds like a good opportunity to call me at (laughs) Valenbast. For sure. For sure. I can help you out with that. Yeah. No accountability
1: on that side. Me, I don't do something. I get hounded. Mm -mm. So anyway, it was wonderful talking to you guys today. I'm, I'm so excited. And I think this was a good episode. What do you think? Yeah, it was pretty good.
0: Yeah. We hope you think so too. Yeah. Thank you for listening to us for this long, but, uh, to lead us out I, I kind of want to start a tradition alicia how do you uh, feel about traditions I, I i'm ready i'm nervous though what's the mission <laughs> what am i gotta do it's called peaks and valleys yes i stole the idea from a kardashian episode everyone um, i right of cool it
1: oh sorry say, say that again
0: i just talked over you oh no you're fine I, I i stole it from a kardashian episode i'm cool with it
1: yeah, that, all right, you already sold me, Kardashians. I think they're freaking awesome, so oh, let's keep talking. Ultimate girl bosses and yeah. hashtag Kris Jenner. Oh, yeah. I fucking love her. I think everybody can use a Kris Jenner.
0: I, 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 if I had her, like, oh, my God, the things I would do. Yeah, I think she's, like, my ultimate role model. I love her. For sure. We love you, Kris Jenner. But the peak of the day and the valley of the day, i.e., Peak being the high, valley being the low, so let's start. Go, Alicia, what's your peak?
1: My peak is truly, and I know this is going to sound cliche, but seriously getting to start this thing, uh, we tried this, we talked about this, I would almost say even a year ago, I mean, it's been a long time that we wanted to start this podcast, and it feels good that we finally got all everything together, the materials, the concept, so really, honestly, that's, that's my peak of the day, like being it. here i like it
0: yeah i think my peak is kind of the same yeah but low-key like being my peak of the day is kind of the same low low low-key though like i i enjoy the small things like i'm very peaked about very little things and one of them was the fact that it was raining and I could take out the raincoat that I never wear. It's so cute. I was going to tell you. <laughs> that is adorable. Uh, I, I fail pretty. at
1: this. We live in Florida and it rains probably once a day, especially in the summer. And... Yeah. I, I never have an umbrella. I'm never prepared. I will get soaked. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I was just, I was, I was stoked. I don't care if my hair gets soaked, but if I look cute, there you go. that's what matters. That's that's my small peak. And obviously you can tell that I don't dress up a lot anymore, <laughs> that I get excited for, you know, breaking out the raincoat. But the peak of the day is definitely being here with, with Miss Alicia and talking about, about lightly about what we're going to be doing for the next nine or so episodes, you know? sure. And what, well, moving on from peaks, what would be your, well, the whole reason we're doing valleys too is not obviously to like call out anyone that we've interacted with or anything, but it's just to give people an idea of like, it's not all peaks all Mm -hmm. the time. It's very, very difficult to run things yourself or run things with a team, no matter what kind of preneur you are. So- valleys give a very real perspective to everyone too and we'll be going into those more soon but for sure. Alicia what's your valley
1: for sure so my valley today I actually was on crazy anxiety before coming in here today someone you know on my team was was upset with something a little frustrated and for me you know when you'll you'll know team to me is everything and the way my employee feels is everything and it was just a certain project that we're starting to work on that she, she I, I didn't maybe do my best communicating what all we needed to do of work she thought was a lot bigger when really it was a lot smaller so there's a little bit of miscommunication but it was the first time that I had to Deal with someone on my team actually like freak out so it was a, it was appalling like I'm like what did I do wrong and I'm trying to calm her down and make sure that she's happy and it was a little scary it really was It was the first time I dealt with the situation and I dealt with it an hour before coming here so it definitely was my valley but you know it's something that you learn from and the next time you're like all right I want to make sure my employee never feels this way ever again nobody does so what am I going to do to make sure this doesn't happen again
0: yeah yeah Oh, gosh. Yeah, no I can imagine. Valley. My valley, it is the loud people next door right now. I hope no one hears that. <laughs> a huge business meeting. I don't know what the hell is happening over there, but it sounds like a great time. But that's, that's my valley of the the immediate moment but my valley is also too on Fridays I do a lot of admin work and it's a lot of val and vast work like my own company stuff operational wise and today I didn't plan as well or time block as well as I thought I did so obviously I'm not going to go back to work after after recording this it's 308 early Friday and also not for me <laughs> My phone is blown (laughs) up right now. I've had,
1: I think, three clients call me as we've been sitting here. (laughs) Yeah,
0: yeah. So I wish I had, you know, better morning productiveness to get my stuff done before coming because I know for sure I wouldn't. I don't really want to do anything afterwards, especially yeah. since my boyfriend today, he was just like, do you want to go to Miami? He was just like, ah, oh, yeah, <laughs> <That> sounds great. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it. So it's especially with that new added element, I'm not handling my productivity very well. But that's why I leave Fridays for things to do admin wise, but it's not. I'm not focusing as much on my business's needs, like Mm -hmm. my personal brand versus, you know, making sure my clients are taken care of, but doing the things that I need to do and it will make me feel better going into the next week. So that's my belly.
1: Well, thank you guys for listening. Next time, we're really going to dive into office culture and the differences between office culture, between, you know, a sole entrepreneur and, you know, myself, an entrepreneur. Um, So don't forget to follow us. Yeah. Don't forget
0: to follow us. And until next time, people, stay stay boss. boss.